Hello, and welcome to Misnomers of History. Throughout history, stories have been told from different points of view. These different points of view have made it hard to understand what actually took place. Today, we'll be taking a look at Christopher Columbus's discovery of the New World and the history of slavery in America. Walking us through these topics are Lucy Lingle and Sophia Castro. To start off, we'll have Lucy give some background information on the two sides of Columbus's voyage. As kids, we have only learned one side of the story and have not looked at it in another perspective. The textbooks normally were in the white colonist's point of view and didn't consider the other sides. How did this book change your perspective on Columbus and the discovery of America? When we were little, we perceived Christopher Columbus as a hero for finding America and starting a new world. But what we didn't know were the hardships that he put the Indians who were already settled there through. Sophie, do you have anything to add to that? I agree with Lucy. After reading this chapter, it opened up different sides of the story that we didn't know what we learned before. Yeah, I agree with that point, Sophie. What did this chapter reveal about Columbus that you didn't know before? It revealed to me the background on why Columbus was treating the Indians like this, and it was because he kept on promising gold to Spain in return for money for his voyages, but he kept on digging himself a deeper hole since there was not that much gold in the places that he was settling. How did the Native Americans react to Christopher Columbus and his men coming over to their already settled land? When Christopher Columbus and his other men settled by the Native Americans in um, a Native American chief, Powhatan wrote in his journal, we are unarmed and willing to give you what you ask if you come in a friendly manner. This shows that if Christopher Columbus and his men came more in a friendly manner and not such a violent way, then maybe it could have changed history and the outcome of things. But we know from this book and other textbooks that uh, the Native Americans and Columbus did not get along how they could have. Lucy, do you have anything to add to that point? Um, yes, and to add on to that, we see from the chapter that Native Americans were ripped away from their family and home, they're forced to search for gold, they're living in unsanitary conditions, and, they, and the whites used violence against them if they didn't do a good job searching for gold. This just shows how different things could have turned out in history if the Native Americans and Columbus learned to work together. To wrap up this section, we now see that Christopher Columbus's journey wasn't as heroic as we first thought. This chapter has showed that it's important to look at two sides of the story in order to get a better understanding of what actually took place. And I'll leave you with this question. Based on how the Native Americans were treated, how would this influence later moments in history? transitioning to a later part of history, the beginnings of slavery in America. Our speaker on this will be Sophie. My first question is, how did previous events in history lead to slavery, and why did the colonists feel it was necessary for their survival? 
When, the, when Columbus and his men first settled in America, they felt it was necessary for their survival to possess slaves because they were desperate to grow food to preservation. They also wanted to grow more than just food, they wanted to grow tobacco. The colonists couldn't capture the Native Americans because they outnumbered the settlers and they knew the woods so they could avoid an escape from the colonists. So then the colonists turned to what other countries were doing and in 1619, the first 20 African-American slaves were brought to Jamestown. And why did slavery continue later on in American history? As slavery kept going on, it became a reality because of the power the colonists had over the Native Americans and African Americans. Those powers were money and weapons. And what were the conditions like in everyday life for the slaves? The slaves were treated really harshly and in a cruel way and were even abused some and were usually abused uh, physically. And when slaves um, traveled from Africa to America, they were forced out of their homes and families and were crammed into a ship in harsh living conditions um, to go to America and lost sight on the way. Do you have anything to connect to this, Lucy? Yeah, I want to connect this to the chapter Columbus and the Indians when Columbus enslaved the Native Americans and made them search for gold and abuse them. And because this just shows how much the whites looked down on people who were different from them. And I think if they didn't, things would be a lot different in history. I also noticed that as I was looking through this book and reading it and what actually happened to African-Americans and Native Americans, the Native Americans opened the colonists with open arms, willing to give them whatever they want, like what the Native American um, uh, chief Powhatan said in his notebook. And also the African-Americans never had anything against the colonists. And even though they didn't do anything to them, the colonists still treated them like they're inferior to them and they still treated them with cruelty, which I found interesting. Yeah, and we still see that today with the Black Lives Matter movement. Do you have any connections between those two things? Um, I think with the Black Lives Matter movement, it just shows how long like African Americans have been treated throughout history and it's like like you said it's still going on today. And I would like to add something to that. If like I mentioned before, if if the if the African Americans were not enslaved before in history, Black Lives Matter might not be happening right now. Yeah, so it just goes to show you that everything in history has a connection in one way or another to what is going on today. Mm-hmm. Now turning towards our book review. Starting off, who would you recommend this book for and why? I would recommend this book to middle schoolers, to adults, and people who just want to have a better understanding overall of history. Yeah, I agree with that. I feel it gives a good window into the reality of history. I agree. How's your perspective changed after reading this book? My perspective has changed throughout this book by seeing who people really were in history through a different perspective, like Christopher Columbus, 
through the Native Americans and African Americans and changed just like how I look at these people and who they really were compared to my first perspective of them. Yeah, I feel it's brought new light to topics we've all heard of, but didn't truly know what happened. What were your guys' favorite chapters and why? My favorite chapter was probably the Columbus and Native American chapter because when we were little, we perceived Christopher Columbus as a hero. And as his, as history has gone on, we've learned that he hasn't been, but I never really knew exactly what happened. And the chapter really helped me understand why people don't like him. Yeah, what about you, Sophie? I agree with Lucy. I like the Columbus chapter a lot, but another chapter that I found interesting was the Vietnam one because uh, when we were like in elementary school, we learned some things about it. And I don't, I like before I read that chapter, I didn't know a lot about that topic. And when I read it, I understood like different points of view, like why the government did this or like why the people thought about this. And it, and it just, the book helped me like understand all these things in like an interesting way. Like the author wrote it like with some like, facts and made it interesting at the same time so the reader was engaged yeah it shows the defining moments in our history of how we got to now and why we're here and so i feel like that's a really important topic to understand so overall rating how would you guys rate this book compared to other nonfiction books um i would rate this a 4.5 out of 5 stars because it I from this book I've learned a lot about history but the chapters kind of got confusing sometimes I agree with Lucy sometimes it was kind of confusing I had to reread it but I also give the same rating 4.5 or 5 just because it was a really interesting book and again I learned a lot from it and I understood it well most parts i understood it and the author just wrote it in an interesting way that made me want to read it more yeah so overall we'd recommend it for middle schoolers to adults and anyone wanting a deeper understanding of history so overall we'd give it a thumbs up we definitely think you should check this book out throughout this book we have looked at historical events and saw them from a different perspective from looking at a different perspective, we can reveal who people really are and what really happened in the past. Thank you for listening to Misnomers of History. This has been Jack McCauley, Lucy Lingle, and Sophia Castro. We hope you enjoyed this week's topic on Christopher Columbus and the history of slavery in America. We hope to see you again in a future episode. And stick around to hear our favorite moment from recording this podcast. Yeah, um, sorry, that's my dog. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll leave you with this question. How were the Native Americans treated, and how would this treatment of the Native Americans influence later moments in history? Um, based on- <laughs> oh my gosh.